This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 509 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. The rest of the scoop. Please support our title sponsor, Wintech Saddles, as they make this show possible. The rest of the scoop is back, and Gail Stewart brings us an original called 35,000 Pieces of Mail. This is Glenn Geek, and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Show on the Horse Radio Network. The rest of the scoop is the premier storytelling podcast for the horse world. A short 5-10 to 10 minute story professionally written about historical horses or horse people told in the style of Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story, or Mike Rose, The Way I Heard It. We have about 30 of them already. If you missed them, head to StableScoop.com or any podcast player and just search for Stable Scoop. They start about episode 482. And now you will find all the past episodes of Stable Scoop available to you and your podcast players, not just the last 20 or 30 like before. They go back 11 years if you get bored and want to take a listen to Helene and I back to day one. Today, Gail Stewart author of 100 Horses in History, writes the amazing story of something that happened about 160 years ago, a story of one tough pony and a daring guy who rode her. Gail Stewart's second edition of 100 Horses in History is now out and would make a perfect holiday gift. She added the last two Triple Crown winners. You can find it at Barnes & Noble, and it would make a great gift for any horse lover this holiday season. Search for 100 Horses in History to find both of her books. We use Wintech saddles here at the Horse Radio Network studios in Florida. It's hot, it's humid, leather molds overnight, and that's why we use North America's favorite synthetic saddle brand. Wintech saddles have been combining world-leading innovations in high-tech materials in lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles since 1986, and I think we've been using them since about 1986. Whether simply enjoying your time together or schooling for competition, there's a model in the range for you. With winter in full swing, Wintech saddles can take all of the mud and dirt that you can throw at them. Wintech saddles were developed with your lifestyle in mind, so you can spend less time worrying about oiling your tack and more time together with your horse. Throw it on the fence, hose it off, and you're good to go. Gallop into your nearest Wintech local or online dealer today or visit wintech-saddles.com for information on the complete line of Wintech saddles. The story is written by Gail Stewart, and it's called 35,000 Pieces of Mail. It was twilight, one April evening in St. Joseph, Missouri. The frontier town on the Missouri River teemed with a frenzied crowd of 40,000, waiting to witness the making of history. On this night of April 3, 1860, a brass band played patriotic songs. Red and white and blue bunting snapped in the wind. Inside Pikes Peak Stables, a little sorrel mare danced in place. Her nerves were racked by souvenir hunters who'd plucked out most of the hairs from her tail. She took quick, shallow breaths, and she shuddered and shook. Johnny Fry, her rider for the night's mission, waited for the train which carried the mochilas. You see, this day was the birth of the Pony Express. Fry and the mare were poised to christen the first westbound leg of the Pony Express, a cross-country relay trek across eight modern states between St. Joseph and Sacramento, California. Promoters bragged that their pony riders and horses could deliver mail twice as fast as stagecoaches, and they could cover almost 2,000 miles in 10 days. As it turned out, they were right. Finally, a steam whistle blared. Mail was transferred to the four pockets of Fry's leather mochila which in Spanish means knapsack. 
The machila was draped over the saddle and held in place by the pony rider's weight. Inside Fry's machila were 49 letters, five telegrams, and several newspapers. Fry also carried a Bible, a firearm, a knife, and a canteen of water, all he had to fight off the rattlesnakes, stampeding buffalo, prowling packs of wolves, and angry Native Americans protecting their homeland. Finally, it was time. Fry swung into the saddle. Citizens of St. Joseph yelled Mayor Thompson, I bid you give three cheers for the Pony Express. And at 7.15 p.m., a nod, a signal, and a cannon's boom. The stable door swung wide, Johnny Fry squeezed his horse's sides, and out they burst into a sea of well-wishers. Good luck, Johnny Fry. Be careful. Watch for the gopher holes. The Pony Express was a financial gamble for investors and even a bigger gamble for the men and boys who answered the one ad looking for riders. The ad read, Young, skinny, wiry fellows not over 18 must be expert riders willing to risk death daily. Orphans preferred. Fry and his mare crossed the Missouri River by ferry and hit the trail for Troy, Kansas. There, at the first of about 165 relay stations that snaked across America, situated every 10 or 15 miles, Fry changed horses and left behind the first horse to carry mail west for the Pony Express. After riding about 100 miles, pony riders stopped at home stations to rest and hand off their machilas to fresh teams. Halfway across the country, riders from the east and west exchanged machilas and turned around, retracing their routes back to where they started to deliver precious cargo to customers anxiously awaiting their arrival. Johnny Fry's machila reached Sacramento 10 days later at midnight. Writer Mark Twain, who was on a westbound stagecoach, reveled in his good fortune at seeing a pony rider heading east at breakneck speed. Here he comes, yelled the stagecoach driver. Every neck is stretched further, Mark Twain wrote, and every eye is trained wider. So sudden is it all, so like a flash of unreal fancy, and but for the flake of white foam left quivering and perishing on the mail sack after the vision had flashed by and disappeared. We might have doubted whether we had seen any actual horse or man at all. The daring adventure lasted only 18 months. On October 24th, 1861, the death knell sounded for the Pony Express when the telegraph connected east and west coasts. But the pony riders and their 500 horses had delivered 616 packages of mail between St. Joseph and Sacramento, over 650,000 miles carrying almost 35,000 pieces of mail. Only one machila was lost. And what of Johnny Fry's horse, the dainty mare who launched the Pony Express from St. Joseph? Some may consider her only a footnote in history. But she had a starring role in the embodiment of a can-do courage of the Old West. A life-size replica honors her and Fry at the Pony Express National Museum in St. Joseph. The Pony Express was the FedEx of its day. Its riders revered as heroes on horseback. And the little mare whose name in Latin means slender, graceful girl, though she was no doubt tough as a Texas cowboy. Her name was Sylph. And now you know the rest of the scoop. Well, we hope you enjoyed that story from Gail Stewart. And again, you can find her books. They're called 100 Horses in History. Search at any place you buy your books. 
For details about today's episode, go to StableScoop.com. You can get the Horse Radio Network app on iOS or Android. Search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free, and it's super easy to use. We are looking for writers for the Stable Scoop episodes, and it does pay a little bit. So if you think you can write a story in this style, we would love to hear from you. Send me an email at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Many thanks to this week's sponsor, WinTech. We appreciate their saddles so much here at the Horse Radio Network studios. Visit wintech-saddles.com. And we have a whole bunch of other shows on the Horse Radio Network. You can find them at horseradionetwork.com. Until next time, happy scooping.